memo. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Welcome to The Cup, the currently unnamed podcast where we put the tea in reality, and you can always come to us first to quench your thirst. I'm Logan Murphy, a Say Something Gay gay. Today here with, very fittingly, and I did not plan this, I just realized the reference. Uh, I, I have my cat lover <laughs> mug. Um, did oh, not God. plan that, but I'm happy about it. And uh, we're just drinking some coconut water today because hydration. Um, hello. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It was sorry. like the one time she's actually gonna get a cue. No, I got the giggles. I'm really sorry. Um, hello, my name's Rare Sun, and um, it didn't take long for her brand to really take off, except for Drag You. That really was a rough spot. And this week, I am still drinking piss. <laughs> piss. Oh. Hello, I'm Fiora Ken. Late to the party, but I'm ready to peel it all back. Um, what am I drinking? I'm just gonna go along with the trend. I did a shot of pickle juice, so I'm all energized up and full of vinegar. Party, <laughs> Fiora, you're finally here. I know it took multiple seasons of multiple drag race, but. There's so many different seasons going on, iterations of it, that maybe it's not that long. It just feels like there's been a lot. Yeah, I mean, to break the fourth wall, this is the first of five recordings that the cup will be doing uh, over the next four days. <laughs> because there are literally five episodes of Drag Race to cover this weekend. <laughs> and I hate it. <laughs> But, like, we love, but Drag Race! Oh, my God, Drag Race. We're getting fed. We're getting fed. Yes. Speaking of getting fed, this episode was a great episode of television. Yeah. yeah. Very happy to Um. So, yes, we're going to talk about episode six. Uh, before we do that, we have a message from a dumb bitch who could not be here with us today. Um, Eris of envious very that so here you go hello all my wonderful cup viewers it's me aris envy your punk okay very coming to you live from my gig here in yates and york uh in the moldy art exchanging room i just want to say quickly give my thoughts on this week's episode since i won't be here this week um i want to say i'm completely devastated by this week's elimination uh team aris is now officially all out of the competition uh, within six episodes. So F you, Logan, for choosing what I think is probably going to be the top four, uh, minus Kimmy, who I think is on Sam's draft. Um, I also wanted to say Irma looked really good this episode, and Giselle looked really good this episode. I did agree with the bottom two, but very sad with the elimination. Really impressed with Irma Gerr's lip-syncing ability. Did not see, did not expect Irma to be <laughs> that powerful of a lip-syncer, but um, excited to see more from Irma in lip-syncs. Uh, I think I already mentioned, but I think this is my favorite look from Irma all over. Like she looked fantastic. And I agree with uh, Fierce Delicious being the winner of this episode. I'm becoming a Fierce Delicious stand before anything else. Uh, excited to see what happens next. Pause for the big reveal. <laughs> I, right? Oh, that was it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. She doesn't know how to work a camera. 
that part. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's fine. I don't care. But um, with that being said, Fiora, give us your thoughts on the season thus far. We are five episodes in. Wow. Just, just wow. There's a, a kind of like touched on at the beginning. There's so much drag race going on. It's so saturated right now. But this season is really standing out. It is just good television. Um, I watched this episode for the second time today, and it still felt engaging. It still felt exciting. I think there's just a lot of people to root for. And dare I say, I think the runways themes this season are some of my favorite themes that we've had on the runway. So I just keep looking forward to uh, episode after episode and it's hard to let these queens go because i'm falling in love with them every week it's so good it's very rare for me where like a full season's cast are people that like i don't want to see eliminated like there's always a few where i'm like i mean if you go home it's like whatever but now like this cast like every single elimination has just been like absolutely horrible um and i mean that leads into uh the elimination we just had we lost uh princess vice principal um i can't think of any of the other ones we boom grave robber boom boom has left us (laughs) truly a shock elimination i'm still reeling Uh, um i did it wrong it's fine i tried raya i tried it didn't no I'm not even going to try. It's it's fine. Um, but yes, so we've lost Boom Boom. And I love that Kimmy's cleaning off the mirror. And she's like, I think that's a penis. And Fierce goes, it's a cucumber girl. <laughs> I'm like, first, second, and third of all, that is a penis. Yeah. I, I, it's the way Kimmy is just such a good, like, quick soundbite. Like, Kimmy's just so fun to listen to. I love Kimmy. Um, Jada says that she feels on top of the moon to still be, to still be there. Um, (laughs) Vivian, yeah, yeah. Uh, Vivian really thought she was going to win Snatch Game. I also thought Vivian was going to win Snatch Game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what you want to do isn't necessarily what you're gonna <laughs> do. That is that, that that is how Drag Race works out. <laughs> truly, truly that. It makes me, um, now that uh, it's two episodes in a row where I feel this way, um, I feel very, very nervous for one, uh, Vivian Vanderpuss. Um, we'll talk more about it, but I'm, I'm nervous. Um, and then Jada, um, Jada's confessional leading into the intro was just like, come on, Mother Goose. And it was all of the story. It was all of like the fairy tale references. And then the last line, and that's on Mary Had a Little Lamb, period. I just. <laughs> I was cackling the edit on that when they said, when Jada said Rumble Stillskin and they cut away to Fierce Alicious, I, I, I rewound it and watched it again. <laughs> I think she she didn't even say the name right. I can't remember what oh. she said, but she stumbled over it. I was just like, you know what? It's Jada's world, and we're all living in it. Rumble Rumble Skillston, something like that. I was just like, Rumble what Thorskin, is anyway? What I'm like, what is happening here on this day? What is this? 
But we go back into the workroom the next day. Kimmy is just asking everyone if they're actually happy that she's still here. And I'm like, valid? <laughs> Kimmy said, we need sound bites. We need, we need, hello, let's make something happen. Camera's Do you already. really? Do you really? It's such an odd question in a competition as well. It's like, I know. Do, you, do you guys do you guys wish you still had a competitor? It's like, no, I'm trying to win. Do we wish that we had a competitor who's doing very well with the judges, has a challenge win, and is a lip sync threat? Oh, of course, we're so happy you're still yeah. here, sis. What are you talking about? But then it begs the question, because I think it was, oh, who was it? It was somebody said that, like, oh, you took out the biggest threat. And then that begs the question from Miss Jada Shada Hudson about who was the biggest threat. And everybody seems to agree that Boom Boom was one of the big threats. Yeah. But then yeah. Jada's like, am I not a big threat? Like, do I want to be a big threat? But I was going to say, that was the good thing is she's not like, oh, they don't see me as a big threat and doubting herself. She's like, well, if I can bag a few wins get to yeah. the top being unrecognized because i mean jada's in this very weird position that we don't see a lot of winners in or a lot of contestants in really where mm. we're on episode six she has a win but she also has two bottom two placements um yeah i can tell you someone else who by this point in their season i think or by episode seven something like that uh, had a win and two bottom placements, and that's a one uh, Paranka. So I'm just saying, yeah. like, it genuinely seems like Canada's Drag Race judging, like, it doesn't really matter how many times you're in the bottom. I like that, honestly. I think you need to show vulnerability. And, like, if you're like, you know what, I'm not good at this challenge, but I can still save myself at the end of the day, and that's why I should win. And that's, yeah, that's better than just killing every challenge, I think. Perfect. I think it also opens the door to like what what is a threat in this competition, right? So maybe the first three episodes, person A, Queen A was a threat, but the rest of the competition, they could something could snap, something could click, or the challenges may just be in their repertoire, and they could be the threat moving forward. So I think it's the threat, the front runner could change with every episode. I yep, was going to say yeah. that, and then on the flip side of that, looking at someone like Crystal Versace, who mm. literally won the first two competitive episodes and then kind of mad through the rest yeah. of the season. Yeah. And, like, were there Absolutely. some times she probably should have been in the bottom before she was? I I would think so. I, I would say so. But, um, like, it really... I, what I love about having so many seasons of Drag Race now is looking at these track records and seeing, like, what is actually valuable. Not that track record is everything, because I feel like with Canada specifically, both of the winners we have seem to be the most well-rounded queens from their respective seasons. Yeah. Um, and I, I have no doubt that Canada will do that this season. Hopefully with... Jada Shada Hudson. Um, that's just my personal wish at this point. But but then you have um, you have a place like Drag Race Italia where the winner 
There we go. Anyway, period. I mean, I've said it. I mean, I've said it on. I've said it on multiple occasions. Italia season one is the only season of Drag Race I have not finished. Well, I didn't even start it. I'm going to be honest. I've, I watched three episodes and saw two double Shantae's and said no. <laughs> Next. And then I watched. Didn't they only have the six Kathy. episodes? They had six. There were six competitive episodes. And they did two double saves. And then, not to get on an Italia rant, but then they had two queens that fought so fiercely they oh, had to yeah. lip sync to avoid being disqualified. Yeah. Like, if you're going to put them up for disqualification, just get, just be gone. Give them and, then the girl that, and then the girl that won the disqualification lip sync was in the bottom two that episode and lip synced again. And won again. <laughs> so it just goes to show that Drag Race, it doesn't matter. Honestly. Hey, drag Race is not the end all and be all. And that's a, what a lot of fans if, have to get through, that it doesn't define a person's drag. If Bimini, Bamboo Lash, and Taste have taught us anything, it's that Drag Race is not the end all be all. Exactly. Very correct. Among several of, if Nina West has taught us anything, it's that Drag Race is not the end all be all. And now Rita Bag is a host. Uh, whoops. <laughs> I've got to get one in per episode. I'm sorry. I no, I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, let's talk about this mini challenge. I'm going to call out Raya's son here because she did not watch the mini challenge. Right. Here's my reasoning. Okay. I had a drunk night last night. I got to my own bed and fell asleep about two in the morning. And then I woke up at half six and I was really pissed off at myself because I could not get back off. So I watched Canada on my phone in bed because I was that lazy that I could not turn my TV on. And I saw the mini challenge and it was like, we're doing as soon as they were just like our mini challenge this week. I was just like skip, 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 skip. Maxi challenge. It was cute. It was cute. It was cute. This time, for the first time, I think ever, I have come with images of the mini challenge <laughs> because I typically don't. For the don't first do time that. in Drag Race history. For the first time in the Cup history. Um, it's mostly because these were on the Canada's Drag Race Instagram while I was pulling the runway photos. Um, I love the captions that they, like, they memed all of these. Um, yeah. It's like Vivian being every mom on Christmas morning. Um, Jada and Giselle's was something like every millennial couple that you see on Instagram or something like that. That was like the caption. Truth. Truth. And then Fierce and Kimmy's was um, before eggnog, after eggnog. Um, I thought this was dumb and stupid, and I didn't agree with the winner. <laughs> um, okay, so to bounce off of that, I thought it was really cute, just because growing up, we were the people that, like, when you went to Walmart, um, and they had, like, the little kiosk set up for pictures, we were the ones who did... Like, I have so many pictures of me with, like, Blue's Clues in the background or, like, I'm in a baseball stadium. So this hit home for me. But I will say, I don't agree with the winner either. I think they did great. But 
once again, we're going to go back to it. Vivian. I think Vivian had a whole character that went along with this. Yep. Vivian yeah. led, led and guided the team on this, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. Yeah, I, I just, I loved what Vivian did because she was like, Fosse, Fosse, Fosse. Like, but I'll, like, like her children would be fierce and Kimmy, and this is how she would act with her children. And I love that she's like, Mommy's still the star. Mommy's still the star. And I'm like, this is just, I loved what Vivian did. I thought Jada and Giselle also did a really good job, but I, like, and I think Bob and Irma did a good job as well. Um, the line that stood out for me was from Irma Gerd saying, I don't take shots. I'm a Republican. <laughs> too real. Too real. I screamed. I cried. I threw up all at the same time. It just, it it was something. It was something. Come on, pretzel. It's chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can contribute to this section. <laughs> oh shit! I was uh, so I have my like giant um, container of protein powder like within arm's reach, and I thought it was chocolate. It is not. It's vanilla. <laughs> so it's vanilla. That's next season. That's next season's twist. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Hold on. It's vanilla extract. There we go. <laughs> it's vanilla. Okay, way. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we need to get we need to get protein somehow. I've got a couple ways. Anyway, mini challenge winner Jada Shada Hudson. <laughs> I thought it should have been Vivian, but I was happy for Jada. I agree with that. This is two mini challenge wins in a row for Jada Shada Hudson. That was more a question because I didn't remember. <laughs> What was what was last week's mini challenge? It was the TED Talk. Oh, I think it should have been. It definitely should have been Jada if it wasn't Jada last week. I no, think it was la- Vivian. Last week was the reading challenge. Oh, fuck. Last week was the, the reading challenge. It was Lady Boom Boom. Oh, uh, it was Vice Admiral Boom Boom. Yep. Oh. Oh? Not that. <laughs> anyway, Fiora. <laughs> <laughs> We move on to the maxi challenge for the week, which is to design your own eyeshadow palette, complete with six colors, and then you're also doing a photo shoot and a commercial. This was one of the, like, most applicable Drag Race challenges. Like, we've been saying that so much, like, in the last, like, month and a half or so on the cup, just, like, watching all of these franchises. But, like, queens do this on the regular. Like, I, I I, appreciate that we're finally getting, like, real challenges. And that's what I wrote when I was uh, watching this and taking notes. It's like, this is something we, th- those who go on the show, are going to face. They may yeah. get approached to make a palette or have a camera. Okay, come on, come on, Skeptor. Oh, is that Viv? It is. Work. But I mean, that's 100% real thing. They may be approached by a brand to do a commercial um, or they may want to make, they may be a kimchi or a Trixie or a Vivian and have a palette come out. So yeah, I mean, 100% finally a challenge that is going to come in use. And I do, I do usually really like the branding challenges as well, but I really appreciate it. This felt more so than like 
this gave me vibes of like the perfume challenge from season five because I feel like that's mm. also very much so in the wheelhouse of things that like drag queens would actually like brand and market as opposed to water bottles which who the fuck is gonna oh, brand water I'm dripping I'm dripping that still makes me angry to this day like I can't <laughs> watch UK one do Not the drink, video. so do they drink a lot of water in the UK well, I drink a lot of piss, so, you know. Okay. Good. Good. Work, Diva. I mean, it's water. Brown. <laughs> Next season on UK Drag Race. Next season on Drag Race, on uh, Bosnia and Herzegovina, hosted by Vivacious. <laughs> it's water. Uh, <laughs> um so we've got a little bit of workroom stuff um the big thing is that bombay comes up with an idea and then she's like bombay because i'm desperate mm. i thought it was like a garnier like you because you're worth it but she's just like i'm desperate Wait, you know? I understand it now because I was confused. I was I not. I got it from the get go. At seven in the morning, I got it. I still no. don't get it. So you know how like Maybelline, like it's um, um maybe it's Maybelline. Like maybe it's Maybelline or like Garnier Fructis, um, because you're worth it. Or like those like catchphrase, Rima London, get the London look. Like that's get the London look. Hers was like Bombay because I'm desperate. In like the similar line. vein. But then she goes around to talk to the other girls. Oh my god, I can't stand you. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm so sorry. I was not expecting Raya to black out a gap. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. But no, I, yeah, okay, that makes sense. So it's like the brand and the and the catch line. Yes. But then she she goes to talk to everyone. Oh my god! I'm just I'm cracking up in the corner. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, oh god! She goes and talks to everybody, and Vivian is like, "Oh yeah, I love the idea, girl." And Irma's like, "No, I think it's dumb. I think you should do something more on brand." And I'm like, uh, "Yeah, fair." Mm. It's feedback. You want feedback. You got it. Exactly. So Bombay's like, well, I guess I'm changing my whole idea. And then didn't? She did. Kimmy goes, Kimmy goes, what? Why? (laughs) Why? (laughs) It's like, well, because, okay, so her original idea was like Bombay because I'm desperate and it was going to be like, tall, skinny, 80 supermodel was her original idea. And then she kind of ends up still doing that in her commercial. We'll talk about it. But, like, she still brings those things up. And then it was just, it was confused. I love Bombay, but it was confused. Um, I love, um, we get another soundbite from Jada, shocker. Um, She's like, the turn up, the palette, the turn up, the palette. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Jada, Jada was feeling themselves. Jada was feeling herself. Fierce was as well, because we know Fierce is a social media girl. Like, she has come up literally seeing all of these sorts of things around her. 
And like she talks later um, when they're getting ready for the runway about how like she learned how to do makeup from YouTube and like like tutorials and everything like that. And so this is like I I I watched this episode the first time and I was like, okay, this is Fierce's challenge to lose. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like it it feels like Fierce. I was like Fierce, Kimmy, and Jada are kind of like the people that I felt like were gonna do a really really good job at the start and then shocker they all do a pretty good job um but i i was nervous for our for our comedy girls um some of them did well some of them did not um mm. i also loved vivian and confessional where she's like this is for cat moms cat dads cat they thems non-binary cat parents and i was like i feel seen as a non-binary cat uh, godparent, I felt very seen in this moment. So thank you, Vivian. Um, but yeah, that was... And full circle, back to the mug that you're using right now. Well, it's empty now, but... Period. Period. Um, there wasn't a whole lot with the actual filming of the commercials. Um, what is happening? <laughs> Ray, Ray was checking the gap to make sure it was still present. No, I was making sure it was gone. Work, gone. La Diva. I, the thing I is, mean, I, haven't brushed, I haven't brushed my teeth today, so they're like gross. So I was like, oh. I mean, it's better than Eris just fully popping pimples in the camera, like oh, this God. close to the camera. She's oh. getting up in there, like. <laughs> Literally, I'm like, girl, what is happening? <laughs> anyway. Um, there wasn't a whole lot from the actual filming of the commercials. It, the only thing I wrote down really was like Irma and Fierce both dealt with like their eyeshadow pans falling out of the palette. I would have thought they would have like stuck them in, even with like some blue tack or something. Right? And that's what, so I wrote that down. I was like really bothered, which once again, good TV. But like production knew what they were doing. You have queens and nails who are on a 20 minute time frame to get this done. Somebody's gonna drop something. That's that's the clip that you use. But like yeah. I've made my own eyeshadow palettes, like I've gone to the Mac store and stuff and like put mine together. And like they have magnetic pans. So like it's right. it's a thing. And I just yeah. wish like production uh, would help the queens out a little more because at the end of the day. You're going to have better products if they're able to get their, like, stuff done on time. So, like, help them out. And then even when they're trying to pluck it off the floor, like, come somebody go pick that up. Like, have a queen. Do you know what yeah. I was really shocked about? You know in All Stars 2 when they were like, make your fake product and we'll sell mm-hmm. it at DragCon. I really thought they was going to do something like that where oh. it was like the winner gets their palette actually made. And I thought it was going to be more of a design challenge where it was like, design the packaging and do all this but it wasn't yeah. it was literally just like a white like pan and like pop your colors yeah. in done yeah i from what it sounds like a couple of these girls are actually trying to get their palettes made at least from like the little bit i've seen on social media so i'd be really interested to see if that actually happens but um all i'm gonna say is i really hope irma does not release snot rocket I hope she does. I'll buy it. Okay, so I, do we think, because when I was watching, I my producer brain kicked in again. Mm-hmm. Irma, 
said that Snot Rocket and then Gersperms, which is Ermagerd Gersperms, yeah. the, the yeah. meme everybody yeah. knows. Do you yes. think yeah. it was a licensing thing that they probably yes. couldn't? Because I think Gersperms would have been such a good palette. Yeah. I think it was Snot Rocket. I, I definitely think it was it was licensing. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, we'll talk more about more about Snot Rocket in a little bit. Um, oh, and then Vivian saying she has a jazz festival in her body because what? she was nervous. I'm gonna start using that. Yeah. I've got a jazz festival in my body, guys. Like I've got something really important coming up on Thursday. Like it's a life or death situation. And that is exactly what I'm gonna say. Good. I love that for you. The flat line goes off. I've got a jazz festival in my body. <laughs> it's fine. Thank you, Vivian. <laughs> Thanks, Viv. Thanks, Viv. Um so on elimination day, we're getting ready. We have our like, it's not a trauma mirror because this one was actually kind of positive. Um, but everyone's talking about um, their first time with makeup and all that jazz festival in my body. Uh, <laughs> um, Timmy talks about how she pretty much came out as trans at six. And then, like, like grew out her hair, was doing makeup, like, in secret. Um, Jada, like, got put into drag for the first time. And she said that, like, drag chose her, which I think is, like, a really lovely sentiment. Um, I want to go around the group as we have two drag queens and someone who it will be eventually. Hi. Um, I'm working on it. My makeup's still just shit. Um, but what were our first times with the makeup and all of that? Ray, Ray, Ray you can go first. Oh, um, I, what are you talking about? I haven't touched makeup before. <laughs> well, all right, thanks. Thanks for the laugh, guys. Don't, don't laugh so much. Ha, 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 ha. So I liked that. I liked shut up. <laughs> I liked that Kimmy spoke about her mum supporting her because I really related to that. Obviously, I don't know what relationship Kimmy has with her mother still or whatever. I'm not going into that because that's personal. But um, as someone who had a supportive mum and now doesn't, and now has a questionable family relationship <laughs> with my mum's side. Um, I think it was really important for her to talk about that relationship and I really loved it because I know, obviously I related to it and I know a lot of people who would as well, who are in the same boat as me or even people that don't do drag or aren't trans, they can still relate to that family relationship that Kimmy really appreciated. So that was nice. Um, and then obviously I didn't come out as trans until I was 17, but I did come out as queer-ish when I was like 11. So growing up young as a queer person, um, again, very important conversation to have because not a lot of people want to believe that queer youth exists, especially like recently. <laughs> so her bringing that up now, obviously she hasn't got like a crystal ball and she's like, oh, but you know, it's good. It's good timing. 
it's quite a good time, man. Yeah. So for me, I was very much a mama's boy um, growing up. And while I was waiting for mom to take me to school, I would sit in her bathroom with her while she was doing her makeup. And I remember the smells of the powder and like that, that scent just like sticks with me and like seeing how my mom did her eyebrows and like did her face. Um, but I, I did not come out until college. So that was never like a, it was always in secrecy. So I would take extra long showers and I'd be in the bathroom with like Halloween makeups, like doing different things, trying it out. Um, and I really think that's helped evolve, like kind of into the style of drag I do now, where it's just like colors, kind of messy, more of an avant-garde thing. And it just comes from that, like playing, playing with makeup, playing with colors and just having fun and experimenting. So yeah, I think it's really that secrecy of having to do it behind closed doors. That's led to like me now putting it out there. Weird how that works out, but. Right. Yeah, mine's a yeah, little like somebody that guy. I don't know who. Somebody. I, Fiora. I think it's Fiora. <laughs> I've got I've got my my AirPod third generation in. What you what you? It might actually be me. Um, <laughs> I'll try my I'll try my headphones in a sec. But um, I just unmuted myself. Okay. Cool um so mine's mine's a little bit different because like i came out at 14 but it was like i come to realize now that i had a lot of internalized homophobia mm -hmm. um growing up like i i was gay but i was like oh but i'm not gay like i'm not like that gay and then mm -hmm. going to college like i mean my entire life changed um, and honestly, like, me wanting to do drag and, like, do, like, makeup and take that seriously is a product of Drag Race. And that's why, like, I will continue to, like, talk about Drag Race and, like, promote what the good, and I will talk about the bad, but promote the good that Drag Race does. Because, like, a lot of the queens we're seeing now on Drag Race, like, I, once I actually start drag, I will also be a product of Drag Race. And so, like, I'm grateful for that, but also, like, it's, it is what it is. And also, as someone with a complicated parental relationship, I understand, Rhea. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely understand. Honestly, my mom, most supportive person ever. My dad, since coming back into my life, most supportive person ever. It's literally just, like, family that just want to, the only one above you when they've got a problem with you. And it's just, like... Mm -hmm. Get out of my life. Yeah. Over it. I feel that. So, shall we talk about the commercials? No. <laughs> okay. My yes. Life. Commercial time. Woo. I so, it's so boring. Let's start with Cat Mom by Vanderpuss, and I will be right back. You know what? Oh, okay. Welcome to the Rare and Fiora Show. <laughs> Hello. On today's episode, we're talking about everything you've ever been curious about. Gaps, bottles of piss. Oh, 
not me realizing that me leaving means that the cat mom by Vanderpuss. Loved. <laughs> Thanks, Raya. It's I a, it's don't. Palette. I I don't love the colors, but I love that. the commercial. That retweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. I don't like the color story of the palette. It's giving me less cat mom and more of Fiora at the young age of eleven playing with makeup. Um <laughs> no, I love the commercial. Um I love the outfit, I love the photo, I love Vivian. But come on, what's this color story? What am I getting? What cat? We got a black cat in the alley. There's not, I don't, what's a blue? Blue cat. There's not a green for like a cat piss, like a urine. Hello? Well, and what's interesting too is like, she was one of the few people to reference specific like shade names, which mm. I appreciated. Um, but she said that some of her shade names include uh, laser pointer and not on the shag, which begs the question, what uh, what colors do we think those names align to? Well, the red is laser pointer, obviously. Yes. The oh, is, is the brown? Did we have a code brown on the shag? Oh, yeah. that makes sense. Okay. And then psst, could be the blue, maybe? Like a cat toy? Oh. Oh. And now everybody's echoing. I don't see. I don't hear any echo. Hello. Oh no, it didn't happen. Oh no, it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is, but it's whatever. I, I don't care. Um, well, no, it's been thought- fun um, hanging out with you guys. Um, <laughs> Not those. Um, yeah, I was like, if you're gonna do like cat mom, why isn't there like a puke green? Like, that would have been the first thing I would have thought of. Um, they have that color, though. Yes, because Irma used it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Irma literally grabbed an electric green. Because they had, like, they had like probably a hundred different, mm. like, shades. And I'm pretty sure there was, like, a like an olive or, like, a neon green or something like that that she could have used. Um, I thought, yeah, but I thought the branding of the actual commercial was really good. Um, she had one of my favorite photos as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Vivian did a great job overall. I want that dress. Yes. Yeah. I want the hair. I like the hair. I'll take Vivian. <laughs> <laughs> I... Well, I saw some photos of her from Vancouver Pride. I will gladly take oh. Vivian. Next commercial. Snot Rocket by Irma Gerd. That green is not giving cat vomit. Well, there were other greens. Okay. So as somebody who would use every single one of these colors, probably at the same time in one of my drag looks, I love it. Um, I wish we could have had the other name for it, but I understand why. Um, but yeah, I I really like this palette. I'm gonna say it. it's it's the opposite of Vivian. I love Vivian's commercial, not the palette. This one, I love the palette, not the commercial. Yeah, yeah. I 
am so happy that someone brought up Irma's lashes because I both agree Finally. and disagree. Right. Because they are really distracting to me, but their signature Irma, like when I see those yeah. lashes, I'm like, that's Irma's art, uh, that's Irma's like uh oh, signature sure. eye. But it they are so I don't know. Like they're they're, they're so like squint, mm-hmm. like short horizontally and then they're like up here <laughs> yeah that's not a bad thing but uh yeah I, I both agree and disagree the only problem i had was the same fucking makeup critique is they were like oh i can't remember exactly but it was like you made your makeup or like you need to make your makeup bigger or something and then they literally like this week they were like, Pompey, you made your makeup smaller. I'm so proud of you. And I'm uh, I'm over it. I don't we'll talk about Bombay's makeup journey because I think it was stupid that Brooklyn literally the only critiques that Brooklyn could give Bombay was on her makeup. Yeah. Like And Brooke didn't even do her makeup for the show, so um yeah, I I, I like the I like the palette. Um the commercial was kind of just like all over the place. Because it was, like, she was trying to simultaneously give, like, weird, wacky, whatever, but then also was, like, other leading palettes can cause um, subdued colors or something like that. And I'm, like, why are we, like, why? There was a lot of who, what, where, when, why, how happening with Miss Irma's commercial this week. It was very infomercial and less, here's me in a palette. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree with that. But I love the hair. She looks great. And I'm here. I love like I love controversial makeup critiques, right? So like Irma's lashes. I love that it stirs up conversation because if I ever make it on Drag Race, don't think it's gonna happen. I dare a judge to tell me to change my makeup up because you know what you're not gonna do? You're never gonna tell the pretty beauty queen makeups to change their makeup up because that's fine all the time. But the second there's an alt queen that does something different, we make we want mm-hmm. them to change it. So I love yeah. when queens are like, yeah, you may not like this. We're talking about it. It's my signature. So I got you. I got you. Yeah. I agree with you completely. Mm-hmm. Butter Chicken by Bombay. <sighs> this concept in pieces was really good. Mm. Ray is going to disagree with me. No. I... Okay. I'm Party. trying to get my I'm trying to get my words out because I don't know I have a point but it's still brewing. Okay. So in that I, case, I can I can give my critiques while Ray is thinking. Yeah. Um I thought the idea of like the whole thing being skewed because she's brown. I thought that was a really smart way to go about this challenge for her. Um, she also was someone that included shade names. I think she was the only other person that did. Um, with shade names like taxi driver and go back to your country. 
which, mind you, my roommate is from India, and he started screaming um, because he was just like, yes, yes. Um, I think where it lost me was, like we were talking about earlier, she kind of melded this, like, I'm tall, I'm skinny. Like, she tried to do that 80s supermodel idea that she had with the original idea but then also she was like i'm tall i'm skinny and i'm brown and then like tried to bring that together whereas like i feel like had she just come out and said hi i'm bombay and i'm brown like i Mm. feel like that maybe like cut the like 80s supermodel like skinny bullshit and just focus on like if that's the idea you're going with sell that idea home yeah i just there were there were issues with with it all overall yeah i i'm choosing my words again um i really like it when a queen especially in a branding challenge kind of uses their vulnerabilities for lack of a better word um like not i'm not talking about like the evil twins challenge in season 10 that was awful but it's this when it's like when it's approaching an issue head on and it's making the opposite demographic uncomfortable that's when it hits home for me because it's like you you should use that to your ability because people are using it against you so you can use that against them and it's just like a a ricochet back to the oppressors i'll say yeah i can't choose my words it's midnight (laughs) that's fair well bombay has slowly made their way up into probably my top 20 favorite drag queens from the rupaul drag race franchise um so no matter what they do like nothing bombay does is ever going to be bad because Bombay's my bae. Um, this palette, is it hard on the eyes? Absolutely. Would I use all of those colors on my face? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. I wish for Bombay. The When Bombay is just in that confessional, that Bombay is like, that is like good TV Bombay, sound bites, that person knows how to produce themselves. And if that person would have been in that challenge, I think it would have been a totally different story. But like Logan, I think like what you were saying is we were mixing these two different ideas. And if we would have just nailed down one, I think it would have been a different turnout this week. I think even if she had done either idea, because I do actually really like the Bombay because I'm desperate idea. Like, had she done either idea, I think it would have been a lot more effective. But just, like, mixing these two ideas that don't inherently go together just didn't produce a product that was good. And I love Bombay, and I hate saying that, but, like, I I will agree with you. She's definitely, like, in the upper echelon of drag queens from Drag Race for me. Like, she is just... We'll talk more about her, but I love Bombay. So my roommate was like, <laughs> he turned to me as we were watching this and he was like, I was like, ooh, butter chicken sounds good. And he was like, no, you can't have that. And I was like, why? And he's like, because you're lactose intolerant, bitch. And I was like, oh. It's got really sad. It's I dairy. Really, 
I had some really convenient timing because I actually made butter chicken tonight. Work, bitch! You had butter chicken. I have my cat mug. What do you have, Fiora? Um, I'm just the white cisgendered man that is just here. I brought my presents. Is that a good thing? I should stop talking. Fiora brought the presents and the oppression. Let's go. It's been a hot minute. Oh my god. (laughs) Next commercial. I was gonna say, it's been a hot minute since we've had a white cisgendered man on the cub. I think the and last I won't, and I won't say that proudly. <laughs> I think the last one was Lewis. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh god. Turn up by Jada Shada Hudson. Loved it. I thought she was gonna win. Really? Absolutely. I didn't. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I liked this though. I think what Jada did was really, really smart. Obviously, she's going with, we know her to be the turnip queen. So she's going to go with that idea. I thought the colors in the palette itself made a lot of sense. And she talks in the workroom about how, like, when you look at Caribbean influence and you look at Caribbean um, design, there's a lot of the green, the red, and the gold. Um, and then I loved also including the black and the brown shades, um, because we don't always get all of, across makeup as a whole, we don't get a lot of, like, shade diversity, and Mm. I know that leans more for, like, things like foundations and concealers and everything like that, but I do love that she also included, like, that, those colors as a part of her palette, um, this is my favorite promo image by far, no question. I thought the commercial itself was good. I found a few moments to just be like, she would be like saying something and then it would just be like B-roll cut to her laughing out of nowhere, just like in the middle of a sentence. And I thought it was a little bit awkward. And I don't want to fully place that blame on Jada because we don't know if they had any part in the post-production. Yeah. Um, I would love to know if they did. So if someone has more information, like, I'd love that. But um, I thought overall Jada did a great job with this. Absolutely. I think Jada did a good... Jada did it. Okay, so once again, love Jada. Jada didn't stand out to me. Like, I'm trying to think back, and I it doesn't stand out as something bad or something, like, overly amazing. However, this this photo is very much like, I could see this on a billboard. I could see this in an ad campaign. And then the palette is, it's pleasing to look at. I love the use of colors. You've got your, your uh, shimmer pigment and then your regular pigment. I think it was a uh, well round. I think Jada did a great job. Absolutely, yep. <clears throat> Excuse me. Absolutely. 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 Was that French? Uh, One could say that palette has a lot of sacre bleu. <laughs> Get it? Because there's a lot of blue. I wish I didn't. 
Good job, white man. Yes. Give it up for the white man. <laughs> um, one could say that Giselle's jokes were a little blue. Um, but I no, I I love this palette. It's giving very, I don't want to say there's a certain makeup beauty artist who shouldn't have a platform, but their palettes that come out are usually themed around certain like a color. And this was very I was gonna say which one. The one that has yaks now. Um, uh, yes. This palette was very reminiscent of we're gonna have a, a monochrome palette, which I appreciate um, mm -hmm. as somebody who really enjoys the color blue on my face, I would get this palette. The photo, absolutely gorgeous. Um, I love Giselle's versatility with looks. You could go from uh, Marie Curie pulling your hair out to this. Um, however, oh my God, the white man is boring Logan so much they're yawning. Yeah. Um, yeah, I sure am. And what the fuck about it? But the commercial, it, it was it was a lot, and it was a lot that didn't land. It was a lot and also nothing at the same time. <laughs> like, I got the concept, and I think the concept is actually really smart, especially her being the only, no, I was going to say the only French-Canadian queen left, but that's a lie. Um, no, that's true. Because it was just her and Boom Boom, right? Yeah. Okay. Being the only French-Canadian queen left, I thought that was a really, like, smart way to go about it. But like a lot of people said in the episode, I feel like she relied so much on the comedy, comedy, comedy. Whereas I feel like she could have gone a little bit, like I don't understand the connection between the name and the palette. Whereas mm -hmm. with everybody else's palette, I at least understand to an extent the connection between the name and the palette. The only other one I can think of that doesn't really give me a whole lot of connection with Vivian's, but we talked about that where yeah. like the palette didn't really, like there was a little bit, like I was like black cat, white cat, cool. I can make that sort of thing. With this, I'm like, I don't understand. Was that French? I'm asking, was that good? And I don't think Whoops. it was. But the look in the promo photo, everything. Cute. Very. Agreed. Ray, do you have any other? Do you have any other thoughts? No. <laughs> okay. Work, Diva. Thanks, Giselle. Let's talk about fierce by fierce delicious. Yeah. She nailed this fucking challenge. I was very surprised by the outcome of this. I'm gonna be honest. Because the like the the filming was kind of all over the place, but they gave her the edit of like, oh, a mess in the challenge. But when it came to the actual product, like, I thought it was it was so smartly done. She's also the only person to mention like she like she took some of those lines that you hear from makeup commercials, being like. This product can be used on your eyes, cheeks, or lips. And I, I thought, mm. like, adding in those touches of, like, things you hear in makeup commercials really sold it for me. And she was like, we have the fear, three fierce shades, but then you can add drama with the three drama shades. Like, those are yeah. things that 
like makeup brands actually do like that's like the verbiage that they use and fierce having the knowledge that she does and like growing up in this like youtube and like tutorial makeup experience journey um mm. i'm just using all the words at this point what i'm trying to say is fierce did a great fucking job that's what i'm trying yeah. to say <laughs> i think the the makeup artist in me um i love that you can obviously use like one or two colors but with this palette you can literally use all of the colors in one eye look and it will it won't look a hot mess so yeah and is she wearing a gold glitter on her lip or am i seeing things i think it's that gold eyeshadow on her lip and also her highlight it very well could be and for that that's dedication because the thing that confused me was that some of the promo images didn't have the colors from the palette at all yeah like in the in the eye makeup and i was just really confused because they were like oh yeah this promo is like really good and it's like it was good but it doesn't showcase the product which is what a promo yeah. is for yeah so fierce did a really good job but i am still a little bit shocked that jada didn't win I think Fierce did a great job. It felt like a real commercial. I could see them doing a real commercial. I don't know. I'm not. Okay. Oh my God. Do I even say this? Is it even worth saying? I'm not the biggest fan of Fierce Delicious. So for me to like this and say that they deserve this win, obviously they killed this and like credit where credit is due. The palette is great. I think this is a palette that. It's not just somebody who does drag or is a makeup artist, but Karen, who has three kids and works an office job, can use this palette. So it's very marketable. It's very Maybelline. Um, it's fierce. Very that. And to clarify, we are critiquing the characters that these people play on this scripted reality TV program, not their real mm. life human forms unless what do they, yeah what do they say on drag it's like we're not here to drag we're not oh we're um, not here to judge your drag we're here to judge your drag in relation to the competition, to the competition. and the challenges that we put before you yeah they oh, drag is art drag is art art is subjective like that very much so yeah so like disclaimer fierce is probably one of the most amazing sweetest people outside of the show but they've got a show to produce so the character that they are portraying fierce as i am not a fan of that character but like when i go to a local drag bar and tip fierce absolutely but we know how drag race does people dirty yeah i think fierce has had a very interesting like journey on the show and she it's, it's really fierce delicious is canada's drag race um yeah. but yeah i i thought she just did such a spectacular job with this mm. so the last one to talk about is transcending by kimmy couture right okay. what do you think you might expect me to like this but i don't <laughs> Okay, that makes me feel a lot better because I also am not a huge fan of this. In the t I I quite liked the commercial because that was that was nice. I really don't like the palette. I really wish they'd given her an actual pastel pink and an actual pastel blue. And then even if she had these pink, this pink and this blue, 
below it or saying so you can have a pastel that you can intensify with this with this darker or, or vibrant shade rather um obviously she's got the white the whole theme is the trans flag so you know th that's why i'm really nitpicky about it i like the brown and the black like what you said earlier about i think jada's jada i can't remember now jada's, yeah, yeah. Including those colours is really good, obviously, because the it's a more of an the brown is more of a natural shade, obviously, and the dark, uh, the black is an intensifier for the brown or whatever you want to put it with, um, and also it references the Philadelphia rendition of the Pride flag, which I really enjoy. Um, the silver is nice, but I just wish they'd given her a better colour combination because obviously they're not going to have every fucking colour of pigment there. I just wish that she maybe came up with a different concept, but that's not me critiquing the fact that it's a trans concept. It's me critiquing the colour choices that she was given and chose to work with. Fiora. I think Kimmy is so beautiful and I am falling in love with Kimmy this season. Um, I wish on this palette if the silver and the white could be flipped. I think I think that would work really well. Um, but Kimmy's was another one I just kind of had in the middle category of didn't stand out as overly exceptional, but also wasn't, oh my gosh, that was awful. Um, so I think Kimmy was uh, just safe this week, but oh my gosh, they're so stunning to look at. Yeah, I want to be pretty. You are. Don't worry. Um, I feel that every day of my life. Honestly, I understand that sentiment. But, um, okay. I I like the idea for the palette. I think it makes a lot of sense for her being the trans representation of the season. I really appreciated that she decided to go with this concept. The issue that I had was actually with the commercial itself. Um... I thought the second half of the commercial was very strong. The, like, feminine, masculine. Like, I thought that was really cute. It it harkened back for me to uh, heroin uh, from season five. Like, it gave me that sort of energy. Um, the first part of the commercial, you could tell that when she was filming this specific segment, she was a little bit more nervous, and they didn't, I would assume, didn't have time to do an extra take. Because the way that she was talking about the palette initially felt very much so like when you write a paper and it's like, in this essay, I will. Like, it gave that sort of energy for me. Yeah. Um. So I thought the overall commercial for me was net neutral because I thought, like, the beginning was weaker, but the ending was a little bit stronger. Um. I do agree with what you said, Fiora. I wish the silver and the white were flipped. And I think that would have made a better, like, color story in the palette itself. Mm. But I think overall, Kimmy did a perfectly fine job this week. Do you know what Do you know what I liked about the voice changing mm. is, I don't know if it was intentional or not, but this is how I received it. I thought it was a massive fuck you to the judges for Snatch Game, saying that she should have just sing yep. and don't worry about it or anything. Because it is really, like, I do it around, I do my deep voice around my friends as a joke because they're scared of it. <laughs> because obviously I've only done three voice training sessions 
since I came out and I've just stuck with this voice that I've got because I can't be bothered and I'm fucking lazy. And it's painful, first and foremost. Um, so I think the fact that, that she had the strength to use a deeper voice, I think that is better than the palette. <laughs> It honestly, it this whole week felt like people either succeeded in the commercial, the palette, or the runway. Yeah. I mean, with that being said, we'll talk about the runway in a second, but it, it's one of my favorite overall runways I've ever seen on Drag Race. But like, Absolutely. people either succeeded in like one of three different things, and it was kind of just like, so who was the best in what they weren't the greatest at? To an extent. Like, that's kind of where I felt. But... Yeah, I thought Kimmy did perfectly lovely. Hmm. Let's talk about the runway. Category is paint. Now, okay, I've said it a few times on this podcast, but as someone who is currently majoring in art history, and I'm an art history buff, like, the art and, like, the artistic runways always make me incredibly happy. I think specifically to Drag Race España Season 1, when they did their Spanish art runway. Like, that's one of my favorite runways ever. Um, this definitely was another one of my favorite runways. Everybody killed it, uh, in my personal opinion, so my scores are going to be very high this week. But let's start with the Vivian Vanderpuss. The amount of gaggery when she pulled those paintbrushes off her shoulders, I, I physically gasped and recoiled because I, I did not see it coming. Because I was like... I really like this look. I love it. And then she just went, whoom, whoosh. I was like, fuck. Like, yeah. Iconic. I think it's really easy to think about, okay, let's put a uh, palette on the head and come out. But like, this was done in a way that it didn't feel stale or like done already. And then, yeah, once it was the boom, bam, I mean, and, and Vivian too, I think Vivian has a very certain style about them. And this felt like I'm switching it up and I'm going to give the judges something different this time. And I appreciate that so much and was like, oh, wow. Okay, Vivian, like come through. Yeah, I, I think I, as, I think as well, she was definitely aided by going first because I think had we seen some of the other looks that were to come on this runway, um, I don't know if I would have had the same sort of like, oh my God, reaction that I did when I first watched it. But with that being said, the, she does not seem to me like a reveal queen. I could be wrong, but I did love that she chose to make the reveal out of this. I was waiting for someone to do, and I don't know if either of y'all are going to know this reference, but there was a season of Project Runway where they did this like rain challenge where the models had to walk through the rain. And so in the gowns, like basically all the gowns were made out of like um, muslin, but then there were like paint, like paint dye packets <clears throat> in the gowns. And so as you walked through the like rain, it would reveal like the colors on the gown. And it was this like big transformative, like, moment for me when I watched it honestly because it was just like oh my god this is so fucking cool I love this and I was hoping someone would do something like that and this was the closest that we got to that that's how this all comes back together on my tangent brain but 
Um, I really loved what Vivian did here. Uh, my cup is full. I think this is phenomenal. I'm, uh, ooh, ooh. I'm gonna go full as well. Yeah. What what is this? What what are we doing? Oh, because um, as we come to find out, Fiora is a casual fan. Um, so we rank the looks on a scale of like zero to a hundred, but you can also do like my cup is full, it's half full, it's empty, it's overflowing, it's at a very specific decimal moment. If you want to make it a decimal moment, um, oh, well, all that with this one, it's three quarters of the way full. Oh wow, okay. But no, because I there's if I'm comparing to others, yes, but. Three quarters of the cup. That's still like a full drink. So, so Fiora is going to be the bitch today. Noted. Scandal girl. Oh my god. Let's talk about Irma Gerd. Slave. Listen. You don't like it. I like it. I prefer it in the professional photos than I do on the runway. I do too. And I don't normally say that about runways because obviously professional photos, you can you can edit, you can manipulate, you can take better lighting, whatever. But I think genuinely, I wasn't a massive fan of it on the runway. And then when I saw it on our social medias, I was like, okay, this is a really good look, like really conceptual. Um, and obviously no one else went for the concept, so it's really unique. And I, I no, I do like it, but that's just my little. I'm a fan. I love this. And the fact that they incorporated it into their hair to tie it all together was like that attention to detail. Because it could have been very easy to just leave out the hair and just had a, a bright blue wig or a bright yellow wig. But the fact that it was like the concept, I mean, that's that's the attention to detail I love to see on the runway. It's the paint pot necklace for me, honestly. That's <laughs> what like brings it over the top. I love also that she decided to do this like split concept with it. Um, mm. I think the whole idea is so smart. Irma's drag is so smart in a way that, like, not many queens on Drag Race get to portray because she does kind of fill this, like, I hate saying this, but, like, fill this, like, alt-queen, but, like, still palatable for TV. And that's no shade to mm. anybody, like, who is an alt-queen because I love all of you for everything that you do. But, like, she gives very different concepts. She reminds me a lot of Sasha Valor. I think is what I'm trying to say. Like, alt-queen in, like, idea and in execution kind of, like, brings in those sort of, like, more standard drag um, notions. But I, I think this whole, the whole concept is phenomenal. My cup is overflowing. Um, I'm going to go full as well. My cup is absolutely full work diva oh, let's talk about bombay i like this this is so fucking spectacular like and bombay has served so many good runways this season 
this is by far my favorite. Um, uh, she is. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Raya. I, no, I still think last week is better than this, but just because of the sure. extravagancy of it all. Sure. Um, yeah, she's referencing um, the Indian Holy Festival, which is the coming of spring. Um, the the idea, the concept, the execution, the makeup here, uh, like with the glasses. You could not tell me that she did not just come out of the Holy herself, like. I'm mad still. I really, I really thought it was well done, and then Bombay keeping their their personality with it, with that glasses reveal, and I was just like, oh, that once again, it's that detail of you could have just came out in this in this outfit with you know the the color powder on you, and we get the story, but that extra detail. One thing I don't understand, and maybe this is because of my life experiences, the earrings. I don't know what the earrings are or if they're in reference to something so if somebody knows i would love to know um i'm not saying i dislike them i just like genuinely want to know what the earrings are yeah. but i i really do like this look and the concept i don't know Sorry. but if somebody does let us know um my cup is overflowing for this as well i just want to say quickly I love it when there's a, a reference that's not as common that makes me want to research it. I already knew it because of um, the British education system is very like, let me educate you on this stuff. And then we have a really racist population. Don't know what happened there. Um, so I already knew about it and I was really happy to get the reference when I saw it and when she obviously explained it more. Um I'm going to go full as well. Oh, this whole runway is going to be full cups for me. Honestly. My, cup is, my cup's full. My cup's full on this. Mm. Work. Jada Shada Hudson. Obsessed. My cup is overflowing. Like, there's literally, there are not enough words for me to describe, like, how happy I am two seasons in a row on Canada's Drag Race, we're getting these strong me Black messages from the Black queens that we have representing. Um, thank you, Jada. Thank you, Kimora, for also doing it on season two. Um, looking specifically at the execution of the gown, because the message is fabulous. The execution of the gown, I thought, was absolutely spectacular. The the faces that she uses and how she talks about how the faces are ha like are specifically ones that are rendered with very black features just put this over the top for me um every single thing about this is beyond spectacular and i just i love jada I don't know if anybody has any other thoughts, but my I, I love it. And this this exactly took me back to last season with Kamora Moore, where you just sit and you observe and you and you learn and you appreciate. And at first Jada came out and I was like, 
where's 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 the paint and then i was like oh my gosh like it's done in a different way and it's done in a way that works and once again i'm going to go into the detail the fist like the fact that there's the 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 black paint up in the fit i mean that's just it's a beautiful feature and i'm very happy with this look um just wow yeah beautiful message yeah, that's all I can yeah. say. Yeah, it's just it's it's it looks like these that I can't help but tear up over a little bit, and I'm I don't I I try my best because obviously I want to support as as much as possible, but I don't want to overstep the line into like the white savior complex at all. Yeah. It's just it looks like these that just make me tear up because it's so important, especially now because it feels like we're going through a social regression and it's it's so important to show this on this massive platform and that's i'll stop there overflowing as well yeah over overflowing yes giselle lullaby giving picasso down bitch everything Fiora, you go ahead, honey. This, 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 oh, my heart rate right now. This look came out, and this is when I messaged a group chat and said, I need, I need to talk about this. So I, okay, like when queens get related to other queens, I know it's annoying. I am the drag performer I am today because of Milk and Milk's style and what they brought and the doors they opened. And when Giselle came out, Giselle is that reminder of why I do drag. And it's because of looks like this. It's something different. It's something weird. You have to turn your head. It's something you've never seen before. This is a look that fewer would wear. I just don't have enough words that I audibly made noise when this came out on the runway. And it's, once again, Giselle goes from that photo, that high beauty photo to this. And I don't know, there's like not enough nice things I could say. I am so in love with this look. <laughs> Raya. You guys aren't gonna like me. What don't you like about this? I just, I don't know, I just... <laughs> First of all, the top looks like she stole one of the cans from All Stars 3. I'm not a massive fan of that. Um, I like the the pants situation. I think that's quite clever with one leg being like a Roblox character. Um, the arms... Not major fan... And I just, I didn't get the headpiece because obviously you turned and it was a Picasso thing. And then she turned the other way and you, obviously you saw the Picasso-esque makeup that she did, which I did appreciate. But then you've just got this big, like, grey border around her face that I was just like, you could utilise that in a similar vein to Blue Hydrangea when she did the pound coin look where the card was around her face like that. Yeah. And I'm not saying Giselle should do that exact thing, but you could paint around where your face should be and then just have like a, a black shadow where your face is going to be. So it's like, oh, I'm stepping out of the painting, quote unquote. Sure. Kind of. 
Um, I think a lot of that, having studied Picasso very intensely, and like I will preface by saying I'm not a fan of Picasso specifically. I like Picasso. I think Picasso is great. Picasso is not one of my favorite artists, but I think he's got some lovely, lovely things that he did. Um, a lot of in the abstractionist work that Picasso did, a lot of his characters faces are actually shaded in that sort of gray tone as opposed to a solid black situation so i think that might be what giselle was trying to reference but i do absolutely agree i think your concept for it would have made the look a lot cleaner um but i also think simultaneously picasso wasn't a very clean quote-unquote artist in the way that he worked so I, I understand, I see and understand both sides is what I'm trying to say here. Um, yeah, just as an art historian, like anytime someone makes a direct, we'll talk about fierce, but anytime someone makes a direct art reference, it just makes me happy and it makes my soul happy because that is like the basis of my drag and where my drag character comes from is like my love of classic art mixed with this like modern approach to the way that we look at art um and it, it just made me happy that like so many people did specific art references on this runway my cup is full i think giselle looks fabulous i love i love your attitude this whole episode you're just like i just love it i just love it <laughs> I, I anytime I, this is the first time y'all are both seeing me on an art runway but this is how i've been with like all of the other art runways we've seen this season like when jinx came out on all star seven in her four and one like art moment i like mm. it just made me happy <laughs> um i'm gonna be a bit of a bitch and say uh 75 percent my cup has overflowed. I had to mop it up. I had to dump the mop water out and remop it back up. Um, I don't even know if that's a proper category, but that is where this one's at for me. You can make whatever categories you want, honey. That is the the beauty. Oh, okay, damn. Um, that is the beauty of the cup Ooh. is you can do whatever you want. Because who cares? Can, because the options of putting things in a cup. Unlimited. You can put whatever you want in a cup. I don't know. I tried to tie it in directly, but like, it's whatever. <laughs> Fucking fierce delicious. Ah. I'm gonna take a break while Logan talks about this look. <laughs> you have a nap in the corner. Great. Okay. Cool. So. Rococo art is one of my favorite things that I've studied. Um, it's one of my favorite art periods. And yes, it's been referenced so many different times on Drag Race. And I think all of the interpretations are very, very strong. This is one of the best runway looks I have ever seen on Drag Race. Hands down, no question. Making this Fragonard reference just makes me so happy. Like it, all of this, ah, like I can't say enough good things. The fake legs, the whole, the gown just turning into, like, the gown being the background of the painting, and then with the swing, the whole thing is so thoughtfully done. I'll shut up now, because Rhea's 
being a bitch, but I, I just... I'm just I reading! God, bitch. can a girl not read nowadays? No. Okay, no, well, I'm going to do a little reading then. Um, when this look came out, the longer I looked at it, the better it got. But when it first came out, how do I say this without being explicit? I thought it... Okay, I didn't know what was going on in the front, and I thought, like, it was, like, like, oh, my God. Like, Fierce Alicious was, like, a little turned on, and, like, something was, like... I didn't get it at first, and then I was, like, oh, that's a leg. Um, but I, <laughs> I didn't, like, no, I didn't get the art reference, so I was, like, oh, there's, like, a person in a swing with a... They're a little happy. Um, but the attention to detail, I love the um, the loose hairs on the wig that are like in the wind of the swing. Um, I want to know what that leg is stuffed with. Um, that's my biggest question. So if someone wants to let me know, I want to know what's in there. Um, yeah, I think there was another season where somebody did a look in a swing or something. I think this one was done better. Oh, God. Electric shock. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I think this was done. It was done good. I think this was done better. It just took me a hot minute to realize that was a leg that was sticking out. Valid, for sure. Um, yeah, my cup is overflowing, I think. Uh, reasoning all of the things I just said. Yeah. Um, overflowing to the point where it's filling a swimming pool. Uh, I think mine's nearly full. Fair. <laughs> Fair and valid. <laughs> Last up, we have Kimberly Couture. Right. I don't know who's heard, but Kim did make a tweet, Kimmy, did make a tweet saying that she brought this look in a different form. And then last minute, because of copyright, I think she said, she had 20 minutes to spray paint, uh, paint over it and change it literally last minute. Whoa. I don't know what copyright you have on art, but I am confused. So she had to spray paint the jacket? She said she had to change it in the last, like, 20 minutes. So I almost wonder if it was kind of like Monet Exchange. Um, was it Monet Exchange? Oh, my God. No. No, no, no. Um, Shay and All Stars 5, when they had the Tweety Bird um, spray painted, like the, that mm -hmm. art style, and like they weren't allowed to show that. So I almost wonder if this look was going to, like, if it was a spray painted character or thing, and they had to, like, oh, you have to spray paint, cover that up, and change it. Um, mm. I kind of like it. It reminds me of, like, the. Um, the tarp you put down like under your easel when you paint and I think the jacket I think the jacket's pretty I really like it I just think when you compare to the rest of the queens especially Vivian who had a similar concept I think that's where it falls short yeah I think whatever dwelling or whatever happened before the runway production is shady as fuck for that because they they don't like perfectly screen the look 
It's like they don't look at it from head to toe, but they know what the queens are bringing to a certain degree. And yeah. for them and to like pull out at the last minute and be, oh, for them to pull out at the last minute and be like, no, you can't wear that. You have to change it. Shady as fuck. Shady. Yeah. I, so I don't know how it operates on Canada's Drag Race specifically, but I'm, I'm pretty sure on US Drag Race, you have to send in photos of all of your looks. Mm. prior to even flying to LA to film. And then once you're there, you also have all of your bags checked yeah. to make sure, like, obviously they do the bag checks to make sure, like, there's no phones, there's no, like, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, so I did pull up the tweet. It's actually a tweet from Fierce Alicious, um, um, who said, Kimmy might have looked, eh, but her original look was so cute and she had to paint over it because of copyright. So I better not see anyone sending her hate. That's my job. To which mm. Kimmy replied, and this is seemingly the only reply I can find from Kimmy specifically, or Fierce actually for that matter, where Kimmy says, and I had 30 minutes to do it. Mm. So like people have asked what was the original look, whatever, whatever. She has not said anything about it. And I think because of mm. the contract, she's probably not at liberty to say it um i think they'd i feel like they'd let her say it but i I feel like maybe she does it's not her not wanting to say but it's just like the kind of disappointment of what could have been because fans would have been like oh that would have been so good you would have yeah like do you know what i mean and i think yeah whatever the reason i don't think kimmy has to tell us um the same way Baby doesn't have to tell us that she had Trixie's lipstick. That part. <laughs> but yeah, what Fierce Alicia said is so true. Like, I don't think... Obviously, we're going to rate it, but I don't think we should judge it yeah. harshly in terms of it doesn't look the best. I was going to say, like, even without that context, I still really like this look. Absolutely. I think it's so unique from what anything that anyone else did. And obviously that's because it's now spray painted. But I mm. still, I love that she went that route and not anything like, she could have like splatter painted this. Maybe it would have been better. I don't know. Again, I don't know what was happening underneath the look. I'm going to do some research because I'm actually really curious what the original look was. Mm. Because I can't think of any overt references like this gives me a little bit in the shape of the jacket it gives me a little bit of like ex abstractionism similar yeah. to like what Giselle did with like the Picasso because a lot of things with that are like very interesting angular movements if you will um we literally had not said that this episode and I was <laughs> we're an hour and a half in um Zaris is gone Eris and Sam aren't here so yeah. we're lost basically um no, I still really, really like the way that this look turned out overall. Yeah. So, uh, my cup is full. I still, even, like, without the knowledge that she had to change everything, I still really like the look. I would have given it a full regardless. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say 95 just because... Oh, no, wait, she has incorporated the bomb. Okay, I'm going to go 98.913. Um, okay, I'm putting out at 75% full. Scandal. It's a scandal, girls. 
No one knows why I'm referencing when I say that. You are referencing season two, episode five of Little Little Britain. I don't know. Not Little Britain. I'm referencing Luxaria. Oh fuck! I know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, do we have a favorite look of the week? No. Okay. We, we or me? Yes. We, we, all of us. Wait, what? I mean, if, if y'all think Fiercest was the best, I, I don't because the wee wee thing took me out for a hot minute. But like, it wasn't bad. Like, c- cumulatively, I think, oh my gosh, this is so painful. Cumulatively, I think Fierce did have the best look this week, but Giselle had the best look ever in, in my brain. You can say Giselle. Say Giselle's this. It's cool. Giselle, it's in the top 10 looks of the Drag Race franchise. I'm gonna go with Jada. I think just everything compounded with with what Jada did with with what oh my god, you are. I'm feral tonight. I need Eris back. Clearly, I was like, I never thought I would say this. I need Eris Envy back. Um, yeah, my my favorite look is gonna be Jada's. Oh my god. Um. I'm going to say Fierce, but Jada is a really close second for me. It's Jada and then Fierce is a really close second for me. And then I think my third, because of my personal taste, I think my third is then going to be Irma. I want to mm. shout out Irma because that look was really good. So, um, We also didn't talk about the guest judge, uh, May Pang. She's fabulous. The makeup was makeup on point. Office. I loved that we had a makeup artist here for this challenge. I'm not exactly. Jimbo. Um, Don't get me started. Stay tuned in a few months. That's all I'm going to say. Um, oh, I'm aware. <laughs> I know from start to end, and I'm not ready for it. Um, I was also going to ask, because I had a really cute concept. I don't know if either of y'all thought of a concept for, like, what you would do in this challenge. I was thinking about this earlier when we was talking about the water, um, waterfall rain thingy. Mm-hmm. I have had this concept in my notes since 2018 that... You know the material that changes colour when it's wet? So it's white, and then it changes colour when it's wet. Mm -hmm. Making a whole dress out of that and then being drenched in water on the runway. I meant more so for the the makeup palette and the commercial, but that's also a great answer. I thought we were talking about the runway. (laughs) I mean, that's fine too. I love that for you. So, um, Fiora Ken, a lot of people don't get, like, what the name means. Anyway, my palette name would be Uncut, um, and it, it would just be different shades of 
I, I don't know how much I can say. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's what it would be. You can say whatever you want, honey. So my palette would be different shades of uncut dick. Um, <laughs> period. For you. <laughs> For you. Because For you. Because if you are a kid, that is, that is what my name I is. That's who we are. Um, you can even get like surgery room red. You can get the mint that like the nurses wear. Um, anyway. <laughs> and then for the runway. <laughs> and then for the runway, I would love to do like a yellow rain suit and an umbrella and kind of like a carry moment with like different colors. Like, I don't know how you would mold that, but like the rain would be like. Anyway, you're a kid. Family friendly. Clearly. Um, so my my palette concept, I don't know what I would do for the runway necessarily because I feel like there would be so many different references that I would want to make. Um because art 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 boom shikak 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 art did somebody mention art. But um my palette would be called electric beige. And it would just be a palette of different neutral shades. But I would market it as like the most diverse and electric palette you've ever seen, but just everything is beige. Speaking about the challenge, <laughs> <laughs> we have a I'm winner. Not- Oh, go ahead, Rhea. No. Fizz. No, say your concept, girl. Okay. Apparently, people do not understand that my name is Rhea Sun, like a ray of sun. What? Out. (laughs) Wait, Logan, are you serious? No. Logan's really serious. No. I'm meeting Rhea, and I was like, So, I have a fully fleshed out plan, right? Yellow for the sun, right? A light blue. Hold on. A light blue for the sky, okay? And also, because I'm the Yeti queen. Hold on. Then, (laughs) a pink and a red for the gingham picnic print. Then you've got white to also match the the gingham, and then it's the trans colors as well. Period. I love that. That's only like five shades, but you know. It, I was I'll like, it's only five. I'll spit in the other one, you know. Um, Ray, I think that the spit could be safe for my palette, but I think that would be more applicable in Fiora's. Anyway, we have a we have a winner. Fierce. It's Fierce Delicious. I didn't realize that this was her first challenge win. Yes, and it absolutely took me out that, okay, so this took me back. This whole announcing the winner took me back to season three. Jan. Acting oh. challenge with in space. And they're like, it's Mimi and Shangela and Alexis. And then Mimi's like, 
about to get it. Mimi was Vivian, and then they gave it to Fierce, and it just took me out. The fake out. Oh, I went immediately to Jan. Like, Very that's where I, that's where my mind went. But no, Vivian is just, like, it's like, Miss Fierce Alicious, congratulations, and Vivian just goes, I was like, Vivian. See, this is what makes me, I, I'm fearful for Vivian now. They are not seeing Vivian. No. Or, or, Uno Reverse it, they are seeing Vivian, but they're like, oh, we got to build up the storyline of Vivian being bridesmaid, but Vivian's going to get married next episode or the episode at, like, maybe they're setting that up. Let's hope they're setting that up. Or she's going to send Irma home. It's one or the other at this point. Like, oh, it's... Done. I know. I'm already, like, preparing my heart for that, where, like, this lip sync was already bad enough with the people that were in it, but... Mm. Um, Speaking yeah. of Irma... Yeah, so we got a bottom... Uh, the bottom three is Bombay, Irma Gerd, and Giselle Lullaby. We then had Jada and Vivian in the top. Kimmy was declared safe, which I completely agreed with. I agreed with all yeah. of this. Um... The first time, I think, in a very long time where I've agreed with every single placing in mm. a Canada's Drag Race challenge. As I usually disagree. <laughs> but we get a bottom two of Bombay and Irma Gerd, and I was sad. It's getting tough. It was tough last week when it was Kimmy and Boom Boom. And then the that. week before when it was Jada and Chaos. And then the week before, when it was Shalazan LaRue. <laughs> Rhea hates my Shalazan impersonation. I am still shocked that Shalazan went home third. But for the sake of my sanity, I'm glad she did. So you can't do that voice every episode. I'm going to incorporate it in every episode that I can. Because I just want to remember... The icon, legend, and star that is Shalazan LaRue. So Bombay and Ermagerd lip sync to... <laughs> they lip sync to Table Dancer by Keisha Shante. This was a really good lip sync. Loved it, though. Fiora does not. I think... I thought it was a lip sync. Um... It was two queens that I really enjoy. Irma is finding a place in my heart, and I'm absolutely loving them. Bombay is one of my favorites. Just, it, it was a lip sync. I am shocked that Irma could lip sync like that. Me too. <laughs> Truly, like, like it was, it was white girl dancing at its best. But yet it somehow fit the vibe of the song so perfectly. <laughs> um, I think Bombay did a really good job. Uh, that dress was just her inner saboteur and she just needed to let her titties out. Like, who cares, girl? You're lip syncing for your life. Just let your titties out. That was a cat suit, though, wasn't it? I thought it was a mini dress. Whatever the top of it, the top did it, it wasn't strapped. So whether yeah. I yeah. whether it was a or the dress, but like I I think if you just like like bow for it, like if it's gonna come down, it's gonna come down. Like don't strip out of it. But I think that was like what was holding Bombay back 
um, was the 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 bamboo the bamboobies were holding the Bombay. Bombay. I I was really torn because it was a cat suit. I remember because it was like a perfect dancing outfit. She had the black latex legs going on. Um, yeah, just some like invisible straps or I don't know, duct tape your titties up, like double sided tape it. A belt. A belt would have saved it. It would have given her some shape in this otherwise shapeless outfit. That's that's what really upset me because like as soon as Bombay revealed to that and it wasn't working in her favor, I was just like, oh. yeah. And I love Bombay, and I know. Well, I don't know if Bombay still wants. <laughs> Bombay, we hope you're watching because we love you. Yeah, and I, I, I really thought Bombay was going to make the top four with like a underdog into like boom kind of yeah oh my god look how my <laughs> you know what bombay is gonna do bombay and lady boom boom are gonna come back for an all-star season and that is the energy i need so you know what pardon me as much as i love bombay you know what at least i didn't get strung along to the end because now they can go back for an all-star season and their whole thing could be better makeup or whatever Whatever storyline they want to give Bombay, but Bombay's gonna kill, it and I'm here for it, and I'm ready, and I'm already on board. The Bombay train, the bomb, the bomb, the Bombay. Hopefully, whatever versus the World Series that she's on, they don't critique her about her makeup. Because I swear to God, if it's like Holland versus the World, and Fred, who hasn't done makeup in like sixty years, is like, well. I can't I, something accent, something tells me it's not gonna be Fred. I don't know how much you know, but something tells me it's not gonna be Fred. Hold on. It's gonna be Ray Sun. Oh my god, congratulations! Oh my god. Yes, I didn't prepare a I hate you all. Fuck you, bitch. Um, no, I'm very excited for Lady Boom Boom to come back and win France versus the world. And I'm very excited for Bombay to come back and win Canada's drag race all-stars. Yeah. Love it. Great. Let's in a few years. Them. Give them a few years, please. Manifestation. Manifestation. Yes. Bombay, we love you. We have been very, very um adamant fans of yours here at the cup. Uh she's watched an episode at least, so it makes me very happy. Episode. We've had a lot of the Drag Race girls recently watching our episodes. Um, I I panicked when Irma made that tweet about the podcasts. Me too. And, and I was like, "Oh my god, no, please!" And then I was like, "I was like, we haven't joke. said any bad things. Like, we haven't Literally. said any bad things about Irma." <laughs> but that's that. We move into next week, and it's a rusical. Yay. I'm very excited. <laughs> I love Rusicals. They're hit or miss. So it's, I, I love them when they're good because they're good, but when they're a flop, it's a flop. Mm. Bye, flop. I think we got a good group. I think Vivian is great for a Rusical. I think Irma is great for a Rusical. Um, I think Fierce will be there. I, even Jada. I see Jada. I don't know. I see all of them. Once again, this is such a good cast. I think they could really deliver. Mm. Yeah. 
I could see any of the top four or any of the top six making top four. Yeah. I don't know. Who, I genuinely, I couldn't place a bet on who's going next because it's just strong. And that, yeah. fr that kind of frustrates me because then I know I'm going to be sad about the next elimination, no matter who it is. I'm going to be sad with all of the eliminations moving forward. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting, though, because we have six queens left and we have four episodes left. Three. Seven, eight, nine. Finale. There's only nine episodes listed on the BBC website. Really? And they, yeah, to, to list a show oh. on the BBC, you have to have you a have set have amount of episodes. all of them, episodes. yeah. Oh. And there's only nine. I mean, that makes a lot more sense. It would just yeah. be weird. Yeah. But um no, an odd amount of episodes. I'll allow 13 just because it's like a like with the vowels. Sometimes why? I'll allow 13, but any other odd number I'm not here for. Unless it's I... season one and then nine episodes is like fine. Yeah, but that's like the first season. It's like Yeah. Let it run its own course. I just hope they leave last season's lip sync at the reunion thing in the background. I'm not a fan of it. Um, I I also am kind of, I think, done with the leaving it up to a lip sync after a whole season of competition. I really liked what season 14 just did because it kind of gave me like season eight and season seven vibes. Which, like, once again, translates to the real world of drag, where you are putting on a, a number, you are putting on a show. So I hope they do something like that. I think this is a great cast where we can, like, they can share their personalities in a finale and really shine. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we can rely on Lip Sync for the Crown anymore after All Stars 7. But we also have to remember this was filmed in that era where everybody was doing a lip sync for the crown so mm. i don't know the spoilers i'm just saying don't be surprised when it's a top four lip sync for the crown that's all i'm saying mm. just like i would not be surprised but uh with that said before we go because i don't want this to be a two-hour episode again um i've got a very quick draft i've got a very quick draft update and uh, we already kind of know who's going to win because things have happened. Um, with the elimination of Bombay, uh, Eris Envy is officially out of the Cup Canada's Drag Race Season 3 draft, uh, ending with a score of nine points. Um, Sam is in second with a score of 15 points. And I am currently leading with 28. How am I doing with... Um... Brad's toupee. Oh, you are in third place now. You gained 10 points this episode, so you are now above uh, Air 70. Lovely. Yeah. So I can't wait to see that... Brad's toupee lip sync for the crown. Yes, come on, Brad's toupee. Um, with that, Fiora, you made it through your first episode. I did it with minor microphone issues and a hand fan to fit in. Yes. With we'll that, send you one out. We'll send you. I'll send you a mug once I make them. All that kind of <laughs> stuff. But with that, thank you for joining us for almost two hours yet again. We have a lot to talk about with Canada's Drag Race because we like the season. Yeah. So 
with that, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, share on the way out. Follow all of us because we're hot. And um, bye. Ta bye. Goodbye, Dolan. Goodbye, Dolan. Wow. Wow. Wow.